0: darkness is your ally you merely adopted the dark i was born in it molded by it welcome to the arena podcast Hey, what's up, fighters? This is John Burke. Welcome to the Arena Podcast. This episode is brought to you by StuffumsNaturals.com. And today our subject is going to be on, you've decided to take your first step towards a better life, a better you, more healthier you, and you don't know where to go. You don't know where to start. The internet is overloaded with information. You, you just You're confused, and you're basically a gym noob. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. Don't beat yourself up. We all were there. Um, you know, and we took guidance from our friends and stuff like that, so this is going to be kind of like a, a step one intro gym one o one to point you in the right direction so uh you have myself here as well as my beautiful girlfriend ashley gray women 's bikini uh competitor, and smoking hot girlfriend. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
1: Well, I think a lot of people get this feeling known as paralysis by analysis, or analysis paralysis, in you will.
0: Junction, what's your function? <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, <laughs> this means that you're so afraid of making a mistake that instead of even trying, you just do nothing. Analysis paralysis is where you can't make any forward progress because you just bog yourself down in the details, and you basically overanalyze everything in the world that can go wrong. So today, we're going to talk about how to avoid this paralysis and hopefully get the ball rolling for you and we give you some tips.
0: Because like we're saying, you know, you can get overloaded in so much information when you talk about macronutrients, this, that, and the other, you know, and that's where we don't want you to go wrong because a lot of people get intimidated, they'll they'll, uh, they'll overload themselves and they'll just quit altogether, they'll say it's too much. It's kind of like when you, you, you start a new college class and you kind of see the curriculum or the... Uh, Basically, what what you're going to cover in that course in its entirety, and it, it becomes a little overwhelming. Instead of breaking it off small piece by piece, you look at the whole thing and you just you get overwhelmed. So that's what we don't want y'all do. We don't want you to, you know, give up and quit. So, with that being said, what else? Uh, what, what else would you suggest for the gym gym one hundred and one newcomer, babe?
1: Well, I suggest that your first step is to just get a pen and a piece of paper and I want you to just physically write out your goal. What is it that you want to accomplish?
0: And those goals, you know, they, they can consist from weight loss, weight gain, strength training, uh, muscle endurance, uh, you know, just the various things. There's no one size fits all, um, plan for everyone. Cause I get a lot of requests, John, can you write me a workout plan? Can you write me a diet? And I, I just can't give you one size fits all. It doesn't work that way. No,
1: no, maybe your goal is to lose 50 pounds, and you can write that down, and you have to find your reason why. Nothing like, I want to look better in a bikini. I mean, that may be true, but you need to dig deeper than that.
0: Yeah, and that brings up a good point. Like, when I first got into fitness, when I first really, you know, in the Army, we do PT every day, but that's not really fitness fitness. It's kind of like you do it for the needs of the Army, you're not doing it for yourself. But most people are like, I want to have that beach body. I want to have the six-pack. I want to impress the girls. But once you start it and you really get into it, you explore into depth what it is you know that fitness brings you. That becomes so superficial that it's never a goal anymore. As far as I want to get chicks on the beach, it's just you don't want that anymore. It becomes so a part of you that it's something that you you need to survive with. That's just that's how I look at it.
1: You no, know, and after you find your reason why, don't. Make it drastic. Don't tell yourself you're gonna exercise seven days a week for ninety minutes a day, or that you're only gonna eat chicken and rice for the rest of forever. It needs it's, to be something like attainable. <laughs> it
0: feels like forever. <laughs>
1: it does. If you want to be somebody that doesn't drink soda, this week drink eleven sodas instead of the whole twelve pack. It's Next small, week, drink yeah, ten.
0: Exactly. Small changes which lead to big changes. You know, like I said with that first video I did, cut your sugary drinks. And you know, the biggest thing that I see out there is, you know, hey, check out this 30-day shred. No, first and foremost, when you put a time limit on it, it you know you, you, if you don't reach that goal within 30 days, you're going to get discouraged and you're going to want to quit. You have to understand, fitness is not just one thing you're going to do overnight or for a month. It lasts a lifetime. There is no one week, two week, three week, 30 day shred, 50 day shred, you know, 90 days to bigger biceps. No, absolutely not. Those things are a crock of crap. You shouldn't listen to them. It's something that you're going to continually do and you're not going to stop. That's the way you got to look at it. It's like from here on out, fitness is a part of you. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of people get discouraged with that stuff, and I hate it for them because, you know, they'll do 30 days. Like, oh, where's my six-pack? It's like, well, you don't get a six-pack in 30 days. It doesn't work that way unless you, you know, go out and buy a six-pack. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Sit down with your pen and paper and just brainstorm with yourself and take a trip throughout your typical day and write out the little things that you can make minor improvements on and think about A day that you want to start taking action on. You can start today, but if not this moment after this podcast, start on a Sunday. And write out your game plan for the following week. It doesn't even have to involve exercise yet. Write down the days, Monday through Sunday, and set your plan.
0: So do you think, and I know the answer to this, but I want you to say as well, do you think having a gym plan is more important for starters or having a diet plan is more important for the person starting out?
1: A diet plan is the most important (sighs) thing. Why is that? Because no matter how hard you try, we can't outrun our fork. <laughs> you, <can't laughs> you cannot out-exercise a bad diet.
0: Exactly. That's the truth. Just you can go in the gym is. you know, seven days a week, bust your ass in there. But if you're eating garbage, you're not going to see any progression unless you're doing a dirty bulk. And we'll get into that on another podcast. And you, Yeah, you definitely <laughs> don't want to do a dirty bulk. But yes, you cannot out-train a bad diet. Diet is like we say. It's like, the, like you look at your body as a machine. Okay, And what kind of fuel are you putting into that machine? Are you putting in garbage fuel? Well, then your body is going to you know, perform like garbage. If you're putting in good, clean fuel, it will run faster and for longer. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. They want to go in the gym, lift you know, large amounts of weight. They say, so, well, what is your diet? That's the first thing I always ask somebody. I say, hey, John, I want to get bigger arms. John, I want to get stronger. Well, the first thing I ask him is, what is your diet? What does your diet consist of? Well, beer. No, doesn't work that way. <laughs> most, most veterans I talk to, beer. It's like, no. Nope. And bacon. Beer and bacon, freedom, America.
1: And freedom. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. Motherfucking freedom.
1: <laughs> so maybe as you're writing down your Monday through Sunday plan, you could do it like this. Say Monday, you're going to look up some gyms, and you're going to go to one every night during the week. Tuesday, you're going to look up exercises for each body part, and you're going to write out your workout schedule for which body part. You're going to train Got each gym day. i
0: blowing up on Not a Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs>
1: Figure out when you're going to fit exercise into your daily schedule and begin to make adjustments to reserve that time slot every day. You're going to work out in the morning, on your lunch break, in the evenings, Wednesday.
0: Real quick with that, when do you prefer working out, morning or evening?
1: I prefer doing fasted cardio in the morning.
0: Now, explain to them what a fasted (coughs) cardio is.
1: Fasted cardio is when you wake up and you begin your cardio before you eat anything, and this burns many many more calories because there's no food in you to burn through before you start burning fat. I prefer to lift in the evenings. I've tried to lift in the morning and I really have no energy.
0: You see I'm the opposite though. I prefer to lift in the morning because when I lift in the morning I get, it, it like, energizes me, it shocks the body, it gets the brain pump and all the blood going to the muscles and gets me ready for the remainder of the day. But You know different strokes for different folks.
1: True. So back to your schedule. Wednesday say you look up healthy food choices and make your grocery list. Thursday, go to Target and buy a couple of cute pairs of workout shorts to get yourself excited. Or guys, go buy a couple of sweet shirts to get yourself excited. Just cut the sleeves (laughs) off because
0: hashtag fuck sleeves, that's why.
1: Right. Friday, look up some cardio options, make your cardio schedule, and look up some home workouts in case you can't go to the gym. Saturday, make your gym decision, sign up and pay. Then look over and fine tune all your lists and see if you need to make sure you have a backup plan for everything.
0: Now, the one thing I veer away from is I don't like doing home workouts. I prefer to go to a gym, and the reason for that is if I'm at home, I'm easily distracted. I have so many distractions: the phone, the TV, the dog, you know, the mailman. Anything that will take my mind off of the workout I'm doing, I want to be away from it. So if I have to drive 10, 15 minutes to get to the gym, you know, that's what I'm gonna be focused on. I'm there. I'm gonna work out. As opposed to home, I have access to you know, all these distractors. I want to focus on the workout itself.
1: I agree. But there are days you just need to make yourself a backup plan. What's going to, what am I going to do if I can't go to the gym that day? Say my child gets sick and I have to skip the gym for a couple days. If I walk outside of my lunch hour and it's raining, where we I going to walk instead, stuff like that. Just always have a backup plan for your backup plan. So you don't give yourself any excuses not to do something on that day. It's
0: extremely easy to fall back on an excuse like, uh, you know, a car won't start, or you know, it when it actually does. It's kind of a that's a stupid excuse. Wait, <laughs> or like you know, bro science says Just like oh, it's a lunar equinox. Can't can't go to the gym. Can't do it. Sorry. Or you know, I got to do too much laundry, or I have homework, or this that. And the you'll try and, and and you know you'll you'll try and justify these excuses and get away with it and convince yourself yourself that you'll do this tomorrow. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. You need to understand. The gym is a part – your gym, your exercise, your diet, all that stuff is like work. It's just as important as work. If you don't work, you don't get paid. You don't get paid, you don't, you don't eat. You know, if you don't work out, you don't do your, you know, your fitness plan for the day. You know, you're going to feel horrible. You feel guilty because after about like two or three weeks, it becomes a habit. You know, it's habitual, and when you don't do it, you're going to feel like garbage. If I, if I miss a day working out, I feel like straight-up ass, and I, I feel so guilty, and I hate myself for it. True. So do I. And then I'm worried that I'm going get overweight and Ashley will leave me. It's probably. probably it'll happen. It'll, it'll probably happen. <laughs> <laughs> As I get older, my metabolism slows down. I'm screwed.
1: That's unfortunate. It happens to all of us. What you could do in your 20s, you will not be able to do in your late 30s.
0: Challenge accepted. <laughs> Challenge accepted.
1: It's true. But anyway.
0: <laughs> I'm 31, so.
1: I'm not 30 yet.
0: She's about to hit a not quite
1: 30 yet. Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> oh. So what else we got? Oh, I was talking about the schedule. I was going to say on Sunday is the day where you clean up your pantry, you get rid of all the shit that's in there, and you go grocery shopping and cook your new healthy meals.
0: Absolutely, and that brings up a very good point, and we are guilty of this as well. When you go out and you buy that garbage food, and it's available to you, it's in your pantry, it's in your kitchen, it's wherever, and you see it when you walk by, especially like cookies or something like that, you want it. You see it. It's just like you associate the taste. You know, your memory associates that taste. Like, oh, man, I, I got. I really have a sugar craving. You open your pantry. And instead of seeing something healthy like, you know, some fruit or something, you see those cookies. Damn those cookies. Like,
1: zebra cakes and ho-hos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> zebra cakes and ho-hos. Maybe a different kind of ho-ho and we're talking about And if your pantry
1: is full of zebra cakes and ho-hos and you want to start a new healthy diet, don't be like, well, I guess I just better go ahead and
0: eat all these so I can get rid of them. No throw yes.
1: those bitches away
0: throw them out throw them out starting now it's garbage
1: <laughs> garbage belongs in the dumpster
0: don't and that's one thing that we know I, I'm guilty of she's guilty of know, we'll you say you know we'll eat this now and we'll work it off tomorrow you know and it's you got to stay away from that because after a while you can form a habit doing that and you can undo everything you've trained for in a week just in one day in one day you can undo a week's worth of training that's you know It is unfortunate. People don't realize that. It's like, you know, John, do you you have cheat days? Do you have cheat meals? No. I try and have a cheat meal, not a cheat day. But you have to be careful with that so that cheat meal doesn't turn into a cheat day. It does sometimes. It does does sometimes. (laughs) And the key to success, though, is, you know, consistency. Okay? So you had a cheat day. Got it. Go back out. Attack it on a Monday. Straighten out your diet. Quit screwing around and get refocused. We all screw up. You are going to screw up. You are going to slip up. It's going to happen. You know? It's like sex with Kobe Bryant. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: Sometimes I have something. I was
0: going to say sometimes I have sex with Kobe Bryant. Sometimes.
1: <laughs> I I mean, mind. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> sometimes I'll have something crappy in the morning and you get this thought like, well, I already cheated today. I guess I might as well just have something crappy for lunch too. And well, I'm already on a roll. So this yeah. day is pretty much ruined. Don't yep. think like that. Do not think like that. Somebody gave me a comparison one time. It's like, if you get a crack in your iPhone screen, what are you gonna? Instead of just leaving it cracked, you it's like, just bashing it up against the concrete, like just smashing it. And that's yeah. basically the same thing yeah. as having one thing bad to eat, and then just continuing out the. You're just
0: day. adding on the calories, adding on the fat and the sugar, and it's gonna be harder for you to burn off as you go. So yes, and it's just one of those things that you know, uh, since since the dawn of time, we do crave sugar. It's it's perfectly natural to crave sugar. But you know, before we had processed sugar, you know, man got his sweet fix from fruit. It's a natural sugar, you know, fructose and things like uh, that—strawberries, blueberries, apples, peaches, oranges. You know, and they're sweet in taste. But now we have Hershey bars. You got this. You got that. I mean, you got—my God, you got like battered, fried Oreos dipped in cheese. It's Mm -hmm. like good, yeah, right. I'm getting friggin'. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting a mouth, getting a mouth orgasm over here just thinking about something like that. And yes, this stuff is tempting. It sounds wonderful, but you've got to stay away from it. Now, you know, we say have a cheat meal, but in that cheat meal, you've got to be very careful. But, you know, because you can undo an entire week's worth of, of hard work and effort just by going out there and just straight up, you know, getting stupid with what you eat.
1: Yeah, have like two pieces of pizza, not an entire pizza. Challenge accepted. Except I've done it. <laughs> It's true.
0: Well, what else you got?
1: Speaking of which, um, it's- Let's talk about how you can figure out how many calories you should be eating.
0: Bam! Every calories. Day. Like a boss.
1: It's very simple. It's simple. It's the internet. You can Google a calorie counter. Yep. And on this calorie counter, you can put in your age, height, weight, and it will tell you how many calories that you need to eat every day in order to lose one to two pounds or gain one to two pounds, depending on your goals, per week. And it will even give you a list of food with all the calories that are in that food. And you sure. can make your own little meal plan for yourself based yeah. on those caloric intake.
0: Your basic metabolic rate. There's a calculator on Google. They have them all over the place. They have them on bodybuilding.com. You can Google it. It'll ask for like your, your age, your height, your sex, your weight, your body, your suspected body fat percentage. And like it says, it, it will tell you, you know, how much you should be eating caloric-wise <laughs> to sustain, to lose or to gain. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that part of it and they call it I mean I was going to do a, div, do a different podcast on this but screw it since we're here uh... macronutrients. Ashley's done a few videos on these uh, we'll be posting them on the gruntstyle.com slash Burke page um, to show you actual diet plans that Ashley and I use but your macronutrients first and foremost consist of number one your protein okay your protein your muscles are made out of it if you don't get enough protein your body starts to eat your muscles that's why you see like a lot of long-distance runners, marathoners. They don't have big muscles. They are, they're extremely skinny. They're very skinny because they burn through so much stuff, and the body starts to eat their own muscles. Uh, your second one is your carbohydrates. Think of your carbohydrates as your fuel cells. Okay, if you up your carbs. Carbs are not evil. Depending on what you're doing. <laughs> if you're trying to energize, you're trying to get big, you, know, you need to get some energy for the day, carbs are your friend. But if you're really trying to cut weight and cut weight fast, You know, you gotta really eat more complex carbs, which are things such as you know your jasmine rice, your sweet potatoes, as opposed to like a simple carb, which is basically sugar. Chicken Alfredo. (laughs) And then, lastly, your your healthy fats—not your trans fats, but your healthy fats—come from almonds, uh, coconut oil, things like that. To definitely help regulate your hormone. Do what? Avocados.
1: Avocados, (laughs) Avocados—they
0: regulate your hormone levels, help your lubrication of your joints, this, that, and the other. So those are your three macronutrients. Calories are not a macronutrient. OK, so one thing that I use to help, um, you know, track how many calories I'm taking in a day or my macronutrients, which are, you know, my protein, my fat, my carbs, as well as my calories, is the MyFitnessPal app on iPhone and Android. And you can enter in what you've eaten and a lot of the name brand products are already in this app and it'll pull it up for you and it'll automatically add up. You know, you've taken in this many calories with this meal, this many proteins, this many carbs, this much fat, mm-hmm. and it will tell you how much left you can consume for the day. So when you have a diet plan already set in place, you're, no, you're going to know what you can play with. You're going to know if you can eat a little bit more or a little bit less. But now, let me ask you this, Ash. I okay. Me. Do what? I said ask me. I'm going to ask <laughs> you right now. Here we go. Let's get <laughs> into this. Okay. Starving yourself. Crash. Uh, cr- just, just starving yourself. Is that the healthiest way to do weight loss? Of course not. No, it's not. Tell them why, Ashley. Tell them why.
1: Well, let me start out with low-carb diets like Atkins and these little diets that have you eating zero carbs. That's not the way to go. You need carbs because if you have a low-to-no-carb diet, you're going to feel like complete shit. You're going to be tired. You're going to have zero energy. And as soon as you go eating carbs again, you're going to gain whatever weight back that you lost. It's a quick fix. It is. A lot of celebrities do it that's why it's a celebrity diet but if you have no carbs you're just going to feel terrible and you're you you need to incorporate some kind of carb in with your meal all these crash diets and starving yourself is just it's not the way to go as soon as you start eating that stuff again you're going to gain all your weight right back no matter what you lose so it's good to stick to a healthy diet where you can lose 1 to 2 pounds for per week that's the healthy amount of weight that everybody should be losing per week and if you do it that way consistently long term you will keep the weight off better that way.
0: Now I had done that I had done the crash diet as far as uh, basically cutting my carbs down because I noticed about like 150-200 carbs a day I'd start to fill out slowly. Now when I was doing my first bodybuilding competition for men's physique I cut my calories down to about 50 grams of carbs per day and she's absolutely right you feel like shit your brain does not work because it runs off of a Glucose coming from carbs, things like that. Your brain, you feel brain, you feel tired, you feel cranky, you, you have no energy, your workouts turn to shit. And essentially, you're just trying to cut all the fat as, as quickly as possible. That's why it's dangerous. So, you know, when you see these bodybuilders out there that are just like ripped to shreds, they don't stay like that year round. That's a very common misconception. It's extremely dangerous to live like that. You've got to have carbs in your life. You know, you can't stay at lean, you know, like 7 or 8% body fat. It's just not normal. That's why you see a lot of these bodybuilders, like the first thing you do right after a show is you see them all in their pictures. They go out and they gorge. They eat so much junk to replenish their body. For me, all I want to do is drink water. I was so dehydrated. I just wanted water. Ashley, she went to – I wanted a cheeseburger. She wanted a cheeseburger. I did. And what happened with all that sodium you (laughs) you took in?
1: Now, After my first competition, we went out to the Marietta Diner in Marietta, Georgia – and uh, I had a nice big breakfast meal with like eggs, bacon, hash browns, pancakes, everything fabulous. And um, after not having salt for, for a couple days, like zero salt and zero water, I, my stomach blew up like a balloon and I've never been pregnant, but I imagine that might be <laughs> what it feels like to be about to give birth and my stomach, it was just, it was so painful. I felt like my stomach was going to explode. I just walked she around was like miserable. a miserable bag of ass she, for a week. You were
0: miserable. <laughs> she was not <laughs> don't good. Don't touch
1: it's... me. Don't look at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's why you got to ease yourself back into it, you know, so. But, yeah, don't, don't get not, in your mind It was that... not
1: worth it. Normally I'd be like, worth it. But, no, yeah. that was not <laughs> worth it at all.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, these crash diets, these these you can't just cut it all at once. You have to slowly plateau downwards or upwards, you know, and just, you know, it's, these celebrity diets, it's, it's not healthy, it's not good for you, even for bodybuilding. Like I said, you do a show, and then you, you, you come off that show, you start eating again, you're going to fill back out, and that's just the way it goes, you know? So what else we got, babe?
1: Uh, let's talk about your water intake. How much water do you think the average person should be drinking if you're Shit. not a bodybuilder?
0: Probably like maybe one glass a day, if that. One glass? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you think that people do drink that much? We think, how much water do you think they should try to be optimistic?
0: <laughs> I don't know how much, maybe a mouthful from the water fountain. Oh, well, you're not...
1: statistically, you're supposed to drink what like eight glasses a day, oh, yeah, somewhere like a suffering. gallon or
0: something like that. Yeah, I, I try and drink a gallon, but I know I don't. I'm not gonna sit here in line and lie. If everybody
1: could sit around and drink a gallon a day, that would be great. You're gonna be peeing every like 30 minutes, but I mean, I'm gonna get used to it. <laughs>
0: it I can't, I can't drink out, a gallon yeah. a day, but by God, I will slam a bottle of wine in a matter of an hour with well, no easy, problem. Easy.
1: <laughs> yes as you're the more water you drink and a lot of people put like lemons and fruit in your water yeah and that's really good too it gives yeah. it some flavor because a lot of people are like i just don't like the taste of water because there is no taste and it's just boring and i hate it well you see after well, coming
0: from iraq you know and that's all we have was water yes you definitely <laughs> do get sick of the taste of water though the lack of taste i was putting jolly ranchers in my stuff nice. the, the little charms things you had in mres that were supposedly bad luck Right. I throw those in my water just to give it some damn flavor because it just gets yeah. so bland.
1: And people use that Mio and Crystal Light to put flavor in their water, yeah, but that's
0: like natural. They're like flat out sugar, though, isn't it?
1: Basically, I mean, I put BCAAs in my water. There, yeah. um, that's a much better option than the little, you know, sugary packets that you put in there. BCAAs, um, branch
0: chain amino acids, essentially it was what uh, helps uh, speed you know the proteins to your muscles to help repair.
1: Right, yeah. it speeds in your recovery after you've been working out, and obviously I get mine at NutriShop, <laughs>
0: but you can Nice find little subtle product can, plug there. The, the
1: one that I use has zero sugar. I wasn't sugar. even going to bring
0: up Grenade, but you <clears> threw up NutriShop in there. Zero
1: sugar and zero carbs, and you can find other ones like that, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, they're a much healthier option to flavor your water.
0: I see what you did there. That was nice.
1: I just was telling it like it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Subtle little plug. <laughs> I was going to keep it clean, but all right, you want to you take that route. That's fine.
1: Sorry. Anyway.
0: What else we got?
1: Well, let's see. Basically, we want to stress that we don't want you to go full speed on your first day of working out. If you've been spending the last few months or years sitting on the couch, just do what you can. It's okay to start with a few minutes of exercise a day. Yep perfectly fine and work your way up to a full workout five or ten minutes is better than no minutes
0: you have to understand your brain is going to associate the pain you're going to feel at the gym with you know the thought of do i want to go to the gym and your brain's going to shut down and say no because it associates it with pain when i used to do long distance running i ran a few marathons um and the thing that got me to train up for a marathon is no one wants to go out and train for one because it sucks but the way you get into it is you know one day you'll jog a quarter of a mile. Okay, you go easy. You enjoy it. The next day or you know, two days later, you slowly add a little bit more distance. But what you don't do is go out there and run a marathon to train for a marathon. You ease your way into it. You, know, you don't go out there and just kill yourself on the first day because then you're going to be sore as hell. You're going to be miserable. And who wants to go experience something like that again? Don't rush it. It's a process and enjoy the process. Don't sit there and think that you're going to have to go and do a total body workout in one day. You are not going to get the Arnold six pack or the biceps in one day. Take your time with it.
1: It's very tempting to begin an exercise program with a lot of enthusiasm, but if you've never exercised or it's been a really long time since you have, you have to go much easier than you feel you're actually capable of on day one. And then just ramp up things as you feel you're able. If you're not sore, go a little harder the next day. If you are sore, just take it down a notch.
0: And I promise you, you will get to a point where you've been working out for so long that you no longer feel sore. And you've got to essentially go in there and kill yourself just to feel sore again. Yeah. Which is good. You know, you enjoy that. You will get stronger. You'll, you'll build muscle stamina and things like that. So don't go in there and just utterly destroy yourself on day one. And feel like you have to walk around or you have to be put in a full body cast at home. Because it's like, oh my god, every muscle hurts. Yes. Awkward silence. Dun, 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 dun.
1: Let's talk about soda. Can we stop drinking soda? Seriously.
0: Soda, <laughs> if, you, if you see how much sugar... And you know, here, here's an, I'm glad you brought that up. Here's another You're misconception. Welcome. Okay, Gatorade. People think Gatorade is something that's going to rehydrate you. Essentially, it does. To an extent. Gatorade has somewhere, some upwards of like thirty uh, something grams of sugar in it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got, got some. Water. It, it's got it's got some electrolytes, but when you drink that stuff, you're essentially making yourself thirsty again. Gatorade is for like an emergency replenishment of electrolytes, you know, sugars, things like that your body can need and process. If you are not sweating, if you're not killing yourself in the gym, you should not be drinking Gatorade. No, uh, you no, know, even when I was a drill sergeant on the trail. You know, we'd have water for the privates because, you know, in the Fort bending heat in Georgia, I mean, it's humid as hell. You know, you're talking of temperatures that with a heat index of like, you know, up to 105 to 110. You're out there at the range all day. And then you can mix in some water and Gatorade. But having them drink just straight Gatorade is going to dehydrate those little kids, and they're going to be passing out left and right. So we had to definitely watch their water consumption. And, you know, we never served in flat-out Gatorade. We would always mix it. I think it was like a, a 60-40 mix, 60 water, 40% Gatorade. It was a powder. That's a good idea. That's that's what we did out there, and it worked. You know, we tried to flavor. really mitigate heat casualties. <clears throat> but you know, it brings up the point as far as sodas. Sodas are so horrible for you. Not only do they rot your friggin' teeth, you know how much sugar is one of those old bastards? I think I think the average human can have like around seven grams of sugar per day, seven if grapes. if that. I, I read it. I forget where I need to do more research on that. But it's not a lot.
1: There's a lot of sugar in it.
0: Yeah, it's like it's it's a shitload. <laughs> And people don't understand and you know I, I have friends there are people that are messing me on the uh, the fitness page, you know John, I was drinking you know nine, ten up to sixteen Ooh. Cokes a day, and it's like good grief, and you know what happens when you when you try oh, to stop yeah, drinking dead. it? you have a freaking caffeine withdrawal <laughs> oh
1: yeah, you get a headache you want oh, to die <laughs> yeah, it's
0: fucking miserable it's I guess I was going to try and not cuss on the podcast, but I'm gonna fucking have it we'll just be ourselves <laughs> on this thing yeah
1: so have you ever heard somebody say, well I'm gonna have to work out a lot tomorrow to burn off that Insert indulgent food here.
0: Uh, I say (laughs) it all the time, actually, when we go eat Mexican food. It's like, well, I'm be killing myself in the gym tomorrow.
1: (laughs) People fail to realize how much energy it actually takes to
0: get rid of these indulgent foods. Oh, it's not going to be one workout. One workout isn't going to cut it.
1: Just to burn off one, let's say, 20-ounce Diet Coke, I would personally need to walk about 90 minutes to burn off one Coke, if you want to think like that. If you're one of those... People who think like that. Well,
0: no, that's the reality of it. That's the truth of the matter. There is no sugar coating it. Every time you have a Diet
1: Coke, I want you to say, man, it would take me almost two hours to burn off this Diet Coke.
0: And no one's going to be in the gym for two hours walking (laughs) on a trip because it gets fucking boring. No one wants to do that. I don't want to do that. I hate cardio because I'm I'm an American and these colors don't run. Right. Oh, my God. (laughs) There probably isn't going to be another podcast. No one's going to want to hear us again. (laughs) I think we were awesome.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. You think people, we can just, uh, let people ask our questions about anything we talked about on this podcast and if they have anything else. We'll address it in the next podcast.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to definitely try hmm. and vary the subjects. You know, it's not always going to be related to fitness. We'll go out there and just do some off the cuff podcasts to keep it, to keep it fresh, to keep it real. Um, cause people, I mean, it, it does get boring talking about the same thing over and over again. And we do have some good guests lined up that do want to be on the podcast. What we're trying to do is build the audience. Uh, as soon as this one's done, we'll submit it to iTunes, and then we'll ask people to subscribe. And we'll see how it does. But uh, is that all we got for today? I think so. Okay, you know what? We're going to try to keep this within 30 minutes. We're at 29 minutes now. Uh, 30 minutes now. Because, I mean, you know, you lose your audience after so long. But, look, first and foremost, we thank you all so much for your support, your love, you know, your kind words, all the just outpouring of support for Ashley and myself. And All we really day, every day. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful.
1: You guys are amazing.
0: So don't forget to look up Ashley Gray on her public figure, her athlete page on Facebook. Yep. Don't forget to check me out at John Burke Fitness Motivator. Check out our page together, which is gruntstyle.com slash Burke, Or you can go to gruntstyle.com and click apparel, and the In the Arena brand is there. We'll be posting motivational videos for you. Ashley's already got her uh, macronutrient video of how to do a basic meal prep um motivational videos free motivational music a lot of projects in the work and you can also check out the in the arena gym clothing it's in there for y'all and a lot of new stuff heading your way so can't thank y'all enough um y'all have a wonderful day you got anything to add babe i do not all right let's end this <laughs> we
1: love you guys
0: <laughs> take it easy y'all stay in the arena